Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome. If you're a veteran and you are struggling or feel like you are leading towards a path of darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you'll be a burden to someone, or feel embarrassed to talk to your inner circle or your friends and family, don't hesitate to dial the hotline at 988. And as a veteran, take option one. Don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you're a new listener, thanks for jumping in and listening to us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. It's the underscore Misfit Nation. Subscribe and click the bell. This will keep you up to date with our latest news, episodes, and, of course, stories of our guests. Tonight's a special night. 194 episodes ago, I had this guest on. I don't really call him a guest. I call him a little brother. He's a misfit, misfit for life. We met on the battlefield in 2010 in Kandahar. You met him in episode one, and he gave a great story then. He's back tonight. We're going to discuss a lot of things, but mostly we're going to talk about mental health and how, uh, how the veterans are being treated and maybe talk about ways we can get our way out of this and uh, bring mental health to the forefront and not just as a, a cliche, but as a way to help us all get out of that darkness and come to a better place. So without further ado, let's bring Misfit Bird into this. Misfit Bird, welcome. What's up? What's up? All right. 
So, Bird, like I said, man, it's been 194 episodes since you've last graced us on the Misfit Nation. I know you've been busy. You know, you've yeah. been in college, uh, starting your your next chapter of your life and your career. Uh, you have two daughters that are uh, have you going two different directions. One's a little older, one's younger, yeah. but they both got you running rampant. Uh, you started a physical journey, and and now today uh, your mental journey kind of hit a hit the high point and um or low point, I should say. And I needed you to get on here, and we need to talk about this thing. So I know I know it was hard to get you to do this, and uh, I twisted your arm. And I don't think you felt like you can say no. <laughs> you have a you have a, a weird way of doing it. Yes, <laughs> twisting people's arm, especially mine, <laughs> without me knowing it. <laughs> but here you are, and you're ready to talk, man. So tell us, yeah. tell us a little about uh, how it felt to be that old guy in college and uh, get through college and graduate. Yeah, man, it was it was, you know, actually one of the things that I was thankful for about that experience is just being old enough to to focus and zero in, you know, and, um, you know, I think if I was 18, 19, 20, doing that same journey, man, I, I, I wouldn't have the focus, you know, so uh, it was cool, you know, just being having that maturity mindset. And that's just kind of the same way when I when I joined the army, man, I was older, I didn't I didn't join right out of high school. And so that that maturity edge that I had kind of put me ahead of the learning curve or Okay, a lot of, ahead of a lot of the curves. So um, it was it was good that I was able to focus in and have a lot of success there. I graduated top of the class, man, and you know it was all the hard work, blood, sweat, and tears just paid off. You know, <laughs> and we expect nothing less of you. You know, uh, blood, sweat, and tears. I mean, that's the first day I met you was after a, a recoilless rifle hit, and you were kind of knocked woozy on on Fob yeah. Wilson. That's the first day I met uh, met you on the the plains of Kandahar there. And yeah. then you wound up sucked into the misfit nation at that point and became a misfit for life. For life. For life. For life. Yeah, that's a, that's a for life, you know, thing, man. I'm glad that we have that family. Um, you know, just a lot of the things that I've gone through over the years, you know, it's nothing but misfits to reach out, man. Hey, my number the same, you know, and they'll, they'll call and remind me. And, and a lot of times when you're going through things, man, you, you, you forget all the, 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 the tools you have in your toolbox. <laughs> you know, and um, and it's just good to you know have that misfit family to reach out and say, hey, you know, hey man, I'm one of your tools, man. I'm here. You know, I mean, I I, I get um, you know, whammy here. He's he's man, he's right there in the pocket. You know, he's there every time. You know, um, I've been able to reach out to you too. It's a, a lot of people that I've been able to to kind of reach out to, or they'll reach out to me when I'm when I kind of go into my little. You know, when I when I tend to go through mentally, man, I go into a, a, a little dark hole, man, and I don't peep out. Definitely. And I mean, like you said, man, uh, you didn't feel like you were the older guy. You were just the guy and uh, leading forward. And now, like you said, whammy, whammy's on. You know, he's on the other coast now. He's hanging out in the other desert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll out there at NTC. Uh, hopefully he's he's having a good time. I think that's going to be his last uh, hoorah for the for his time in suit and uh, then he'll start doing uh, great things on the way out and uh, raise be spend more time with his sons and have a great uh, time playing baseball and uh, probably rolling four wheelers and stuff. Yeah. I know you can't wait, man. That's, that's exactly what I did after school, after you put in all that work, man. And, um, and you know, you know, the time that you're missing and you only get one, you get one time that they're each year, that they're each of their uh, ages, you know, 
Right. So every year you only get one time, one opportunity, and you you think about those years that you may have missed. And of course, they're there to support you, and you know they're cheering us on, and, and they got our backs and sacrificing along the way. And but once I got out of school, uh, that's you know I decided that I had two choices: one to either continue on trying to get my certification in in, a, in an IT cert, uh, which would have taken a lot of hours, time, and and uh, commitment. But then I thought about, you know, man, you know, I haven't really been able to chill and hang out with my family over the past five years I've been in school. Uh, and I thought, you know what, this is a great time. Like you said, with what I want me to do, you know, spend time with his family, his sons, baseball. And that's what I did over the summer. You know, I spent I spent just nothing but time and commitment and, and focus on my, my my two daughters and family. I definitely I've seen the the pictures of you glamping like a a fancy guy <laughs> man, with <Bree. laughs> Yeah, I got was, a baby walker in, man. I can't just throw her in the woods. Man. <laughs> yeah, you gave her a tent right away. She didn't earn that yet, but <laughs> got to work from the ground to a cot and then get that tent, you know. But you gave yeah. her right. To, you went to the top right away. You can, it's hard to come back from that. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's I mean. That's oh, why I man. gave her a skateboard right away. So you get you got to go higher than that skateboard. Man, that skateboard, she still rides that skateboard to this day. And, as long as she uh, don't get hurt, good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her all the time. I say, hey, if you have to get rest of the hospital or doing this in the in the house now, you're gonna have to call uh, Mr. Rich now. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to give it to you. <laughs> and I'll get in trouble with Miss Gwen. So. <laughs> <laughs> So today, uh, you mean you hit that you hit the turmoil today. I mean, it's been working for a long time since uh, I think 2015 when we first both first got out, or you got a little out before me. We did that first road march up in Gatlinburg, and uh, you were already hurting. Then it wasn't it wasn't like this is something that just started. You were already in pain in 2015. So that's seven years at least of you dealing yeah. with the physical pain, and that weighs on you. And then everything else that's gone on in your life in that time, you've had a lot of things go on in those seven years, uh, a lot more than most people get in seven years. And that weighs heavy on you. And then I think it's just coming to a head right now at this point now when you're asking for help. You're basically begging people for begging, the, not people, the VA or the people that are supposed to help you for help. Yeah. And what are they telling you? Yeah. You know, um, I think today's call, um, they called me today to follow up about a secure message that I had sent. And today's call was probably the... Uh, the pinnacle or the is right probably spot on as far as how they've been speaking and talking to me over the, the years and um and i think what i'm dealing with is uh i'll say what's going on and then i believe they are you know they're trying to use their their black and white textbook and 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 they and they blanket how everyone, all the symptoms people should have. And they're saying, well, if you don't have these symptoms, then you don't deserve this care, or you shouldn't be, you know, uh, we shouldn't uh, refer you to, you know, these specialists. So, um, you know, I think I'm being undermined, undermined. And, and, as, and it's not just me, I know it's not just me, uh, because, you know, whenever I reach out, whenever I, I speak to other veterans, we have the same, very similar stories. They're, you know, they have a tendency to like today, today's call was, hey, um, are you sure? You know, those type of, you know, they get you, they want you to kind of rethink your pain. 
Right. And, you know, and I'm just like, well, what do you mean? I'm sure I've been dealing with this for years and you have been my care team for years. So the thing that I'm really unsure about is my care team, you know, um, so they want you to second guess and really say, oh, you know, maybe I'm tripping about this or maybe I'm um, then then another uh, another thing that happened during today's call was calm down, you know, um, and I can understand calming down after you know a few days of dealing with some pain or maybe a month or so, but chronic pain over years. And like you said, it, it began seven, seven years ago and it started to get worse. It got to the point to where I couldn't walk. You know, I couldn't walk three three years ago, and um, I couldn't stand. So I finally got to the point to where I'm just like, hey, listen, um, I had to use a little bit of profanity, but she's like, hey, you don't have to use profanity with me. And I said, well, I'm profanely going through a lot physically, and it's and it is affecting my mental health. So I think a lot of it is just they want to kind of blanket what are they what they're what are they saying. Uh, well, uh, your symptoms don't seem as bad because you're not seeing, you're not having the symptoms that are in our textbook. So therefore, we can't check that box for you to be referred to, you know, XYZ specialists. Um, that's mainly, I mean, my one of my biggest frustrations with them is not listening, not really hearing, hearing in each individual. And that's actually what they're saying that their new model, their business model is is that they're, you know, treating us individually. And that's further from the truth, man. Hey, I don't think it can be further than the truth. Uh, when I started, <laughs> like my first visit to the VA, uh, the doctor never looked at me. He looked at his computer the whole time, mm -hmm. just shaking his head. And then he said, all right, so I got you some prescriptions. I said, prescriptions for what? And then exactly. in, the mail, in the mail, I got like a case of drugs. I, was, I don't know what these man. are. So I brought them to man. the police station and dumped them off. And I, know what to do. <laughs> I think I think that's probably the best place. I mean, you know, when it's like the lost and found, you know, <laughs> it's like, listen, these guys are lost. And I, I found it. I found a piece of what shows why they're lost. Um, that's what happened today. You know, um, I. About when I first got out of the military, I felt like I was. Maybe it's a residual effect, but um, I felt like I had a, a really good mindset. You know, um, I felt like I had done something proud and, you know, that was just the end of that chapter and I moved on. But um, over time, you know, the VA was just like, hey, take these, this SSRI, uh, take this mental health drug. Oh, that didn't work. Try this mental health drug. And me thinking that, you know, they are on my side on this. Um, I'm like, okay, maybe it'll help. But over years, man, I be I started to become this vegetable, just depending and leaning on these on these prescription drugs. And I I couldn't sleep at one point. So I'm like, oh man, I'm having anxiety about, oh man, I need to take my my um uh um uh sleep meds. And so then I'm like, oh man, um, you know, if I miss my SSRIs and if you skip a day or two and it's supposed to have negative effects. So, you know, it's just it's distressing trying to keep up with all these all these bottles of, you know, prescriptions you gotta take every day. Um, and I started to see myself not be interested. And these are drugs that are supposed to help you become more interested in the things that you you enjoy doing. And I, I wasn't exercising, I started to drink more. 
and 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 I couldn't figure out why. And uh, it just happened to be, you know, I know it was the drugs because I took I took myself off of them. And once I took myself off of them, the cloud started to, you know, dissipate. So I was really, um, you know, trying to let them know, like, look, listen, you guys are are giving me too many drugs I have to keep up with. And then I'm actually being con consistent with them. And uh, um, I don't think that they're working. Actually, they're making me worse. And so they're looking at me like, oh, well, this works for other people, you know, but I'm not other people. Right. You know, so that's the thing that I'm dealing with is just fighting with them, knowing that, OK, well, these are supposed to be drugs that are that aren't, uh, you know, invasive. So uh, you, they should work for you and they're working for other veterans. So it should work for you, too. And and um, it's just it, it didn't cut it. So um, it made my life worse. Uh, just not having a, a little not having a quality of life that I know that, you know, I've always been a happy person, a very go get it person. man go get it, you know? Definitely. And, and I just found myself just sitting there not getting anything. And that, I mean, that's what I think it turns into this kind of a zombie. I'd like to call it and, uh, the first time I walked into misfit into the VA, not the misfit nation. I walked in and uh, <laughs> I was walking down the hallway and all it was like, it was gray. Everything was darkness in that hallway and all our fellow veterans were just walking like yeah. this kind of trance. And, I couldn't yeah. figure it out until the doctor did that, why it was happening. And yeah. I said, oh, this is because they're just over-prescribing stuff to get you out of there. That's yeah. all they're doing is pushing up, like you said before, uh, the textbook. Oh, he has this. Let me check yeah. the block and see what's going on. All right, we got a caller yeah. calling in, Bird. Hold on one second. Let's see if all we right, get this. all right. All right, you're on with the Misfit Call Nation. Philip Blackman. To accept, press 1 to send a voice. All right, you're on with the Misfit right, Nation. How you doing, Philip? Hey, what's up, Rich? What's up, Bird? How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Hey, what's up, man? All right. All right, so, uh, Mr. Bird, what you're going through, um, and look, I'm, I'm, you know, Rich will tell you, I'm, I'm real, real big into mental health. I appreciate mental health, um, you know, because we, we don't give enough credence to it. Um but the thing that the, the, the thing that struck me out about your story is, good Lord, it sounds so familiar to mine, right? You're asking veterans uh, for you're you're asking the VA for help, I'm like, hey, this is my issue, um, and and they, and they 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 take their time and tell you what's wrong with you as if they're walking in your shoes, exactly. right? So, um, yeah. you know, I had a I had a doctor, you know, for my case, you know, I, uh, here at the VA in Beaumont, Texas. Um, it's really a satellite VA, really good for band-aids and flu shots, but really anything <laughs> extra, you know, you got to go uh, to Houston, which is, uh, you know, an hour and a half drive. So we use the Mission Act a lot to be seen out in public. Hmm. So I had a doctor uh, tell me that, hey, you know, you know, Philip needs two discs replaced in his neck. And the VA's like, no, 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 no. Nah. We just need to do some physical therapy. You know, we were beyond that point. And, um, Man. you know, I'm, I want to tell you the, the, how you get the VA moving and moving quickly is you call your congressman and you call your state representative and you call your senator. Because one thing that the VA never and, – and here's how fast it works. So when I called, I did a congressional inquiry with uh, my congressman, Dr. Brian Babin, who's also a veteran. Uh, the second that he sent up that congressional inquiry, 
I mean, within two days, I was on the operating table getting surgery. The VA wow. does not ever want to deal with congresspersons, male or female. They don't ever want to deal with congresspersons uh, mistreating. You know, they, they don't. When congresspersons hear that veterans are getting mistreated, man, they come out of the woodwork and shit. I'm sorry to say this, Rich, on your show, but shit hits the fan and things get done. Um, so yeah. don't let these don't let these don't let these bastards tell you how you feel, sir. Um, reach out to your state staff, reach out to Congress. I promise you things will get done post haste, man. I'll do that. I appreciate that. Philip. Now, now, Mr. Bird, I got one more for you. How far away do you live from your local VA? Um, I'm about 40 minutes from the Charlotte, um, VA. And then I'm about 45 minutes from the, um, uh, Salisbury one, which is the, the, that's the all right. the one over Charlotte. All right, so Mr. Bird, I have some really great news for you. Back in 2020, or might, might have been 2018, I think, but uh, uh, Donald Donald Trump signed in the Mission Act. All right, now if you you need to look that up, the M I S S I O N Act, A C T. Okay. You meet the criteria. If you live more than 20 minutes, or if you live more than 40 minutes of drive to your nearest medical treatment facility, i.e., the VA. You fall under what they call the Community Care Act, right? And what that does, sir, instead of you ever having to dort with the VA ever again, you can see nothing but civilian practitioners on the VA's dollar. And that should wow. save you a lot of problems. That's awesome. I'm, I'm taking note of that. So that's why you hear you hear silence right now. But um, yes, sir. yeah, well, sir, Rich has my contact. Uh, Rich has my contact, Mr. Bird. Um, man, I'm proud of you. You keep keep your dog tags out of the dirt. Keep moving forward. Keep taking out those targets as you see them. And man, I'm proud of you. I love you. Thank you for your service, both of you gentlemen. Y'all have a blessed and wonderful day. Thanks, brother. Man, appreciate you, man. I mean, as Philip D. Blackman of the Philip D. Blackman Show, he comes on uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 5 p.m. Central Time. Check him out on uh, YouTube as well. I definitely so, will. So Ray, man, man, I appreciate that that plug right there. That's awesome plug. He's a he's a great dude. A lot of good resources, and he's helped me a lot. He's the one that put me onto this this platform right here. So yeah, I'm glad he was the one that called in first. My first call ever. Thanks, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he said ties into what I was going to try to get you to talk about next. I mean, yeah. if you go on Google and you search uh, veterans or veterans issues, the first thing that comes up is 22 a day. Since we both got out in uh, uh, seven years ago, there's been dozens of groups that have popped up and said, oh, we're going to help and stop this 22 a day, the 22 a day that we're losing, 22 veterans. That's in reference to 22 veterans we lose to suicide each year, each day, I mean. And uh, yeah. yesterday, I'll share my screen here. Hopefully, I do this right. You'll see this headline here, and it's going to tell you that the VA – once again, see, veteran suicide rates may be double federal estimates, studies suggest. And this is because they weren't counting drug overdoses or alcohol and, and uh, induced uh, uh, like accidents and such where veterans died. Ah, uh, yeah. But the numbers could be over almost 44 a day. So I think it said up here, the largest category of overlooked deaths, about 60% of the uncounted cases by the report's estimate concerned drug overdoses. So they weren't even counting and that's something that, you know, wow. we were just talking about all the drugs they give you. And that just yeah. adds to the problem. And you, you're yeah. taking all these 
all these bottles of stuff that you don't even know what they are. And then yeah. they compound that by, oh, what am I going to do to fight the, these drugs? I don't know what they are. I'm going to drink or I'm going to try to find other drugs. Exactly. And what they don't and what they don't uh, they don't take into account, too, is when they send you out to the to the community, they they don't have a way to tie in those records of drugs that they that they uh, prescribe to you and tie that in with what the VA is prescribing to you. And uh, I realized when um, I became a part time caregiver to my mother, uh, they have this um, this this computer or software that the nurses use and they'll they'll uh, plug in each medicine that she takes and it'll give them a flag if some of them clash with each other or any of them clash with each other. And that's one of the things that I, I realized that um, I know the VA has someone who checks you in and make sure if you have any questions and they probably do that too, but they don't have a way to tie in what the community is giving you too. And so uh, that's also a danger as well, because I, I, I spent many nights waking up with um, they call paresthesia. I know when I came up as a little boy, we used to say, man, my leg fell asleep when you get that tingling, you know, feeling in your leg. <laughs> but it's called paresthesia. And um, I, I used to wake up with my whole left side of my face like that for about a, a good couple of weeks. And I couldn't figure out what it was. And, and a part of me was like, man, it's got to be it's got to be the drugs, man. I'm I'm. It's just starting to get, it's starting to go too far. I'm starting to have adverse effects and I can't keep doing this. You're right. I mean, you don't want to keep doing that either. And that kind of makes you lean to, like I said in the beginning, do you feel the darkness? Do you see the darkness? That kind of makes the veteran want to go that way or or anyone, not just veterans, uh, first responders or, or even anyone that's gone through trauma out in the world and they're overprescribed something. It makes you mm -hmm. just want to stop. I don't want to mm -hmm. deal with this. I mean, why would I want to deal with this all the time if I can just end it right now? And that, that's exactly. not what we need. that's not what we need from our brothers and sisters. That's not what we need from our brothers and sisters in the community either. We need everyone yeah. to be with us tomorrow and the next day and fight the fight until we can't no more. That's true. That's true. Um, I reached out to uh, some friends of mine. Uh, we have a group chat, and um, you know, I told them I was really I was really uh, transparent with them, and I told them I said, "Look, listen, man, this ain't no suicide letter, but." You know, these are some thoughts that I have had just out of the frustration of my, my, my health care, you know, just feeling like, you know, I am at my wits end, you know, and that just means that, uh, you know, my my mental health is 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 dying to something. And and if I if I keep going on this battle without the proper help, then I'll help it. I'll help it, you know, and um and, uh, you know, I think it was really, I felt, I just felt good that I, no matter what corner I look in, I think you said this earlier, you know, I have, I have in every corner, I got, I got somebody, somebody, someone there, you know, and as we all should, and I'm thankful for that, you know what I mean? But um, uh, I, I felt free that I got that little piece off my, off my mind, you know, um, and I think what, 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 I'm, I've come to realize over the last couple of years is that what we tend to think about the most, you you begin to act on it, right. you know, and um, and that goes with anything. That goes with, you know, um, hey, I want to I want to learn a new um, hobby. You know, what I mean, if you think on that and focus on that, that's what's going to happen. And so I I wanted to put that out so that I can stop thinking about it. Right, and I, like when I seen your post today. I had just got home uh, to the house to work from the house 
for the rest of the day. And I seen that post and I said, he's, he's doing this for a reason. Let me, let me just text him. There's no sense message <laughs> on Facebook. I text you, make sure you're all right. And if I had to reach through the phone and joke slam you, but once I got <laughs> once you answered right away, I knew, I knew you were in a, you were in, in a bad place, but not in a horrible place yet. Yeah. So I, once I got you, uh, we're, we're chatting a little bit and I said, look, either make me a video or go live. And, and when you said you go always do this. Yeah. Yeah. You said just don't make me cry. I don't think I've done that yet, so it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I've um. You know, I've 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 shed many tears uh, over this. You know, and uh, I think a part of it is, you know, you talked about my daughters. You know, and I, I think about how you know I'm a I'm a father, right? And um. If I were to see my daughters suffering, I'm gonna do all I can to help, you know. Right. And I feel like, uh, you know, me being a, a God-fearing man, I feel like God is my father, you know, a, a father figure. And and I and I feel like, man, you know, how can you just let me just sit here and suffer like this? You know what I mean? You know, this long. So I just kind of think of it. You know, uh, the the other part, though, I am a, a very I'm a logical person man, and I try to look at things from both sides. And the other part is, you know, maybe my love is being tested. My, my loyalty is being tested. My, you know, maybe I'm being tested to see if, you know, I really, you know, I really got God fearing man, like I say, you know, what I mean, and if I if I am, then, you know, I'll know, you know, which way to lean. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, you know, not to grow cold. You know what I mean? Like if my kids, if I was, a, if my kids saw me watching them suffer, they would grow cold against me. Like they would be like, you piece of crap. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's kind of where I am. I'm just like, man, like you piece of crap, you know, um, how, how can you let this, you know, how can you let this go on this long? So that's, that's, that has a lot to do with the mental piece, man. Definitely. And uh, like uh, like Phil told you, be proud of everything you've done. Uh, whammy, you put it in the text here in the comments. I don't know if you've seen that when it popped up. No, I didn't see it. Let me get back here. Here we go. This is from Whammy right there. You definitely did something to be proud of, brother. Right there. That's your man. brother. That's it right there. See that? What's up, man? Uh, Philip came What's on the up? phone. And he said that as soon as he got on, he said, you've done great things. And then he told you where to get help, right? So Yeah. And I think I tell that to you every time I talk to you. You do great things, right? Almost every time we talk, we I mean we laugh a lot when we talk on the phone, so it's, <laughs> it's hard to get a lot of stuff through. But <laughs> all that stuff, we do we do say that things, and uh, I think it's it's great that we're able to do those things, and we always have each other's back. Yeah, and I think that's what helps us as a fraternity that we are, or the brothers that we are, to get through yeah. a lot of things. And and that's why, like I said earlier, as soon as I seen that post, I said, I gotta I gotta get in contact with this young man, and make sure he's uh, he's straight now yeah. right now before I have to yeah. drive to Carolina. <laughs> And help them in a different way. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, Whammy. And um, yeah, Richie. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it's. I think. Um, you know, I, I I I can't I can't stress enough. Sometimes you 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 don't want to be a, a charity case, you know. And, and I think it's it's our ego, man. Yep. I hate my ego sometimes, man. I really do. And. You know, my ego don't want me to be the person that has to be picked up. But man, I'm telling you, that's a dangerous, a dangerous process, a dangerous, you know, thought to have and, and carry out. 
to want to just to be to feel like you have to be so strong all the time you know what i mean and i, I really appreciate i appreciate you man the whole misfit nation all my brothers and sisters within that and i get them reaching out on facebook man when i make posts i i, I sometimes man my post that i post on facebook is watered down compared to what like i'll have like this whole detailed thing and i'm like man this is not from facebook and i'll put it in a journal and then i'll water it down to you know because i'm I, I tend to go in my little shell when i'm when i'm going through so i'll at least put enough out there to be like hey man whoever whoever trying to reach out with some encouragement or you know something to, to you know pick me up or something i need that right now and and the misfits man they come through man i, I really that's one thing uh, I, I do appreciate this misfits man it's just that from day one man we've always been tight man we all had something we had something similar in common one way or the other and so it was no way it was no way you went a sucky day without somebody understanding what you what you've gone through and you check out that chat right there yeah but know that we are always here to help no matter what time of the day and uh, it also said this just before that we all think that we can handle it on our own we hate asking for help I'm the same way, gents. I'm definitely the same way. I think every one of us is a hard head in, in that way. That it's it's easier to struggle than it is to ask for help. I think that's yeah. what I, most humans are that way. We don't want to ask for. We don't want to admit that we can't do something on our own. And it, I think we all gotta get get out of that same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, John Gordon Jr., my cousin. I'm an outsider here, but thank you all for your service. I hope your health gets better soon. Thanks, John. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate you, John. So, Bird, I man. know you've you've had successes over the last few months, especially with your physical health. I seen your transformation the other day. Yeah. Get, by what you're going through, what what three things could you tell a fellow veteran, first responder, person in the community going through the same struggles? What three things would you tell them to do to get out of their own way and maybe find that help they need? One is consistency and not in this order y'all but in consistency um uh grit and by the way it's a, a shameless plug man you you told me about to read that book grit and by angela duckworth man <laughs> it was right here one, of the books. <laughs> one of the greatest books i've ever read man so consistency grit and you got to be able to kill your ego um and i know that's it's it's easier said than done but, um, you know, this transformation came from one, reaching out and asking for help, um, you know, and, and um, you know, I've gotten some help from a lot of people, a lot of people in the, in the um, health, in the physical health industry who have gone to school and have been certified in, you know, how the body works. And I have taken notes, man, take, took notes, and they didn't only teach me just so that I can be, stay or become a consumer, but or a client, but a paying client, but they taught me so that I can have tools to reach back in there when I needed it. So those tools helped me uh, be able to at least move. And that's one thing about my physical health is that it wasn't that I'm doing anything like, like I ain't, I ain't uh, in army time, like doing, you know, doing the stuff we was doing, low crawling and, and pull ups after each meal. You know, I mean, I ain't, I ain't I'm not doing any of that running, you know, uh, uh, four miles at, at you know, at nine minute mile pace i'm not i'm not i'm not doing that now but it's about just moving and i'll tell you my movements 
were, you know, all modified, you know, I'm doing all modified workouts and, and, um, and that's, and my ego too wants me to be like, oh man, you a, you a, you a soldier, man. You, you, you come from the army, man. You can, you can do this, man. Put your head down and get down there and run those miles and, and do those, you know, push-ups and hit real jumping jacks and not the women's push-ups. No. And, and that's just my, that's my ego talking. So you got to be able to kill the ego um so you can reach out for help and then you can also give yourself grace um and then consistency move every day you know what i mean like get a routine going i had talked to you i want to say about in the middle of the summer sometime and i asked you about routine and uh that was actually a, a homework assignment from um i think you're going to talk to her pinky yeah uh, she was like ask it yep she was like um ask your mentor uh someone you look up to the most and ask them what their routine is. I called you without, you know, without thinking about it, man. It's, I know who it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask them. And you talked about routine, and that's where I say, that's where I say consistency, man. Just come up with a routine and stick to that plan, and stay consistent. So, um, yeah, that's what helped me, man. Get, you know, get past. I'm still having pain. You know, I still have the pain when I work out. It's just that I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm wiser now on how to move and how to, you know find modifications for a lot of this stuff that, you know, instead of me doing sit-ups, I do um, what they call the big three, which is basically like planks and, um, you know, dead bugs or uh, the supine position. So uh, those are help also help build your abs. Um, and that's what it is, man. My core, you know, gotta, I got to get that stronger so that I can support my back, man. My back is... <laughs> I ain't the same young soldier I used to be. I ain't so Sergeant Bird, man. <laughs> But yeah, think, that's it, man. That's if I could come up with the three, that would be it. Definitely, I think Whammy hit this one on the head too. Slow, deliberate <laughs> movements. We're all getting older, you know. <laughs> yeah, you never lied about that one. We're all I'm older now, y'all. So I feel everything. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. I I just thank God I'm getting up, and that's just, I'm stacking victories. Oh, yeah. I wake up, so, and uh, that's it. I'm glad glad we're able to get you on here. Next time you get to come on and be for something better than this. And uh, hopefully yeah. it'll be uh, something where we were just joking and uh, talking crap about something, and uh, yeah, and laughing like we do on the phone calls uh, like every other week or so. <laughs> right. So those right. are the best ones to do. So, Bert, if you have anything else you want to share with the world, or before we before we get you out of here, man, I'm just gonna say, man, I, I you know, y'all gotta watch Rich, man. He 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 got me into uh, this is how he got me into running. Actually, you know he. Snuck up one on me, you know, I dealt with an ankle injury in the military and it was really pretty bad. And, and every day, man, he woke up with me there or not. He was already there. Just, he just said, you just need to show up for you. And I showed up, man. And and it's just, I, you know, every day my ankle got stronger and stronger. So um, this is kind of how I'm seeing this. And he kind of snuck one on me. And, um, you know, being able to, you know, talk this out and having everyone call, you know, people call in and text in and, and I see the support, man. It's 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 pretty much the same exact deal. And um, I mean, I appreciate you, man. This, you know, um, this this band of brothers and sisters is nothing short of amazing. So thank you. No problem. And I was gonna say you can't forget your sisters, and we got we got a bunch of let's get them in. Yeah. And one yeah, will sure. punch you as well once she hears this. So yeah. <laughs> so I'll drop you out here, Bird, and we'll talk in a couple seconds. All right. Oh, that was great chat with Bird. He's not alone in suffering through this. There's many veterans going through it as well. He's just one that's in my family, in my in my wheelhouse. I had to get him on here to share his his story, his triumphs, and uh, his tribulations. So thanks for checking us out. 
you know we're on. We have, uh, like I told you, 494 episodes so far. This will be our live episode. It'll come out. It'll be out as soon as this is over. Uh, don't forget to visit our website at themisfitnation.com to catch up on all of our episodes and get, get some of that awesome Misfit Nation gear. As always, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling because we are... When the sun goes down and the evening rolls around, that's the time I find.